Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team, and I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing, and then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. I mean, it was really more like living in a mental prison. And then one day, I took a step in the direction of my dream, and I was willing to bet on myself for the first time. And it was so interesting, as I began to change the way I looked at things, the things that I was looking at began to change. I mean, Wayne Dyer was right. So now I have committed the rest of my life to partnering with people who want to do the same. You know, people people like you that obviously want to be better. That's probably why you tuned in today, maybe just to see what I was going to say. But if you've ever asked yourself, if you're like me, and you've ever said, you know, is this it? Then maybe today you might hear something that resonates with you. Today we're going to look at what it takes to be brave with your life. And we hear that everywhere. We see it on memes and all over social media. Live a brave life. But y'all, I grew up believing that something had to change in order for that to happen. I had to be smarter, thinner, richer, well, and even more popular. I thought if I, if I was all these things, then I could be more courageous. I'd be brave. I'd be confident. And maybe even bulletproof. But I just couldn't see what I couldn't see. I guess that's why they're called blind spots. A blind spot, you know, is, is just an area where a person's view is obstructed. Just like when you're driving your car, sometimes you have a blind spot. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's a car right beside you that you pulled out in front of or something crazy. So let me ask you something. Have, have you ever been stuck? I mean, just like in the middle of a problem, you really couldn't see your way out. You're just like, what am I going to do? You call all your friends and say, what should I do? I mean, you're just like, what am I going to do? Well, the day I discovered my story, the story that I had created all of my life, I was just adding chapters to the story. It was holding me back. But when I began to look at that story, that's when things really started changing for me. Honestly, since age 12, eighth grade, I believed I was dumb. Dumb and stupid because I had made a zero on a math test. Everybody in the class found out about it. Everybody laughed. Made up a little song. You know, the whole nine yards. But I believe. I believed. I believed that lie. I believed that story. So I didn't study because I realized it wouldn't do any good. Why would you study if you were dumb? So I just soon discovered that I had to get my attention other ways. And and I did. I was a class clown for four years, and even in college some, for that matter. But um, I got in trouble a lot. I got in trouble at school and home, and, and it just it kind of followed me around. I, began, I, I, just, I found evidence of, of this everywhere. And even though the evidence and, and the behavior was driven by one thing and one thing only, I didn't understand what that was. I had no clue that my belief was driving my behavior. And interestingly enough, um, these these learning models started showing up in every every area of my life. And what I didn't know then that I know now is that you really can't be stuck in just one area of your life. If you're stuck in one area, it's going to overflow. That the restriction is going to overflow in other areas, and it's going to show up all over the place. I was just too close, you know, to the, to the frame. I, to see the picture. I couldn't I couldn't see it. I was in it. I didn't know what I didn't know. So I thought I was dumb. 
That's all I knew. I started piano lessons in third grade, and of course I didn't practice because I didn't think I could get any better. In my brain, I thought the left hand was harder to learn, so I never learned how to play the left hand. I can remember memorizing my recital piece the night before the recital. Finally, after three torturous years, I convinced my parents to let me quit. (laughs) Yet another learning model. (laughs) I can remember selling Christmas cards. I was so good at it, and and I was able to buy a guitar with what the, the money I made selling Christmas cards, and I took a few lessons, and it got hard, and I quit. Now, my sister, my older sister, um, was able to take art lessons, but I was the one that was not creative. She was creative. I was not. So I began to believe that I was not creative. So I never, I never drew or painted or anything like that until about a year ago, I bought some paints and it was amazing what began to happen. I later found out that that was just simply not true, that we're all creative. Now, before you start thinking I'm a quitter, hold on just and listen. Because somehow through it all, I developed this gritty, persistent attitude. I mean, I made it. I fought my way out of geometry with a D, and I graduated from high school. I did not have the first honor cord. By the grace of God, I, I went to college Thank goodness it didn't require a high score on the ACT. And so many people thought, oh, she'll never even make it through the first semester. But guess what I did? And I even made the dean's list. (laughs) Honestly, I was shocked too. But I had a new learning model. Now, my struggles were far from over. Trust me. (laughs) But I discovered that taking notes and studying did pay off. I was not as dumb as I once thought. I mean, I finished my four-year degree in three years with a double major. But even despite all that, I still saw myself short. I I lived to hide my insecurities and covered up my lack of self-esteem. I mean, I made some really stupid choices during this time. And that would be for another time. We do not have time to go into that today. But when you don't respect yourself and you don't believe in yourself, you find people to reinforce that in your life and your relationships um, suffer too. Despite stupid choices in in the relationship category for a very long time, I finished a, a master's degree in counseling of all things. And then five years ago, I hit the wall. That was the day I walked into my office, shut the door and really looked up to the heavens. All I could see was the tile on the ceiling, but I said, you know, God, surely there's more for my life than this. Is this it? And that's when I clicked on the email and, and here I am. I joined this amazing growth community. (laughs) I had never been in a growth environment. I didn't know what one was. And that day, (laughs) really, I began to peel the blinders off. Now, it took some some time, but my blind spots over, over time with my mentors and the growth that I'm experiencing, even today, my blind spots um, were revealed. and, And that's when I began to change my story. And and I began to change my thoughts and results began to happen. And it's, it's ongoing. It's even like, even today, this morning, I had a coaching call with one of my mentors. I called and I said, hey, I need, I need a thinking partner. She said, sure, let's jump on the call at 11. And I did. And it was amazing in one hour of having 
a conversation with somebody that's bigger, faster, and stronger than me, how I came out of that was such gold. I mean, I'm, I'm doing a deep dive right now, you know, on, on creating atomic habits because honestly, y'all, I've never really had a lot of discipline in my life. If you know me, you're laughing right now because you know that's true. If you don't know me, you're like, oh, you're being hard on yourself. No, trust me. I mean, I'm so proud of myself and I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not ashamed to say I'm proud of myself. I'm on day 281 of making my bed every day. That sounds silly to you, I'm sure. But prior to that time, prior to April the 13th, when I began that, I did not make my bed every day. I now am beginning to believe the truth that I read growing up in church. I sat there for the first half of my life not believing that story. Let me ask you this. How would your life be different today if you truly believed everything your Creator says about you? Well, if you're not getting the results you want, and if you feel like that you're a wave tossed in the ocean, just consider taking a deep dive and look into your daily thoughts. I think the researchers say we think about 70,000 thoughts a day, and, and every day we spend about 75-80% of our time thinking these same thoughts we did the day before. <laughs> and that's really not the unfortunate part. The saddest part of the whole thing is that 60-75% of these thoughts are negative. I am the, the, the glasses overflowing kind of girl. That's just who I am. But even my thoughts can be negative at times. We cannot afford the luxury of a negative thought. Your dreams, your dreams have got to have all of you. I'll never forget when um, Paul Martinelli said that on one of the our mentoring calls. He said, your dreams have to have all of you. So I'm just going to throw this out to you um, and let you know that my coaching partnerships are open now. I don't know if you've ever considered the thought of, of having a coach. Honestly, five years ago, I didn't even know what that was. But if you're ready to better in yourself and you want to get re- different results in your life, just just give me a call. Contact me. Reach out. Um, you can email me and we can connect or touch out, reach out on social media, but it's Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E, at lynnbrown.net, N-E-T. That's Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E, at lynnbrown.net. Y'all, the best is yet to be. You were created to do, be, and have more. And that's not to, to say, we're oh, we're going to be obsessed with ourselves and be materialistic. No, that's to be the best version of you so that you can go out and share the love of Christ in others. The world needs us at our best. Now remember this. You can continue to live your life and be distracted by comparison and people-pleasing But the day that your life and your heart becomes captivated with your purpose, you'll no longer be distracted by comparison. Gritty is going to look so gorgeous on you. You Self-confidence is is a gritty mindset. It's like our own little superpower. (laughs) Once you start to believe in yourself, magic is going to start to happen in your life. And I'm going to close with this just because... 
I don't know, this, this week I've just read so many awesome things about Kobe Bryant and a quote that I just saw that he said, he said, you know, I have self-doubt. I have insecurities and I have fear of failure. I have nights when I show up at the arena and I'm like, mm, my back kind of hurts, my feet hurt, my knees hurt. I don't have it. I just want to chill. We all have self-doubt. You don't deny it. But you also don't capitulate to it. Don't surrender to it. Don't just throw in your towel to it. I just added that. I don't think Kobe would mind. But embrace it. Look at where you are, where you've come from, and where you're created to, to go and be and do beyond anything you've ever dreamed or imagined. So go, go make it a great, gritty day. Remember, gritty's the new pretty. And I'll see y'all next week.